0: Welcome to another episode of Singled In, a gathering place for single members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in their 30s and 40s, also known as Mid-Singles. I'm Oliver.
1: And I'm Lindsay. (laughs) It's gonna be a good one today.
0: Hello, I'm Julia (laughs) Charles.
1: Oh my goodness. Okay, today we're on our own and I'm I mean, we've talked about doing this episode from the beginning, and I don't know why it didn't happen before. Yes. We just got busy with other things.
0: Have you seen that movie On Our Own? It's like an old family feature <laughs> films for families.
1: Oh, that sounds, it sounds familiar. <laughs> I do remember feature films for families. Yes.
0: So- anyway, you said On Our Own, it reminded, oh, me, it reminded me of that movie, but anyway.
1: <laughs> we digress. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are going to talk about Oliver's LGBTQ journey. We're mm-hmm. going to do a deep dive on Oliver. And I kind of like that we didn't do this before. We just kind of, like, made it, I don't know, not that it's, like, the Oliver in the room, you know, but, like, (laughs) (laughs) we just, like, made it very normal, just, like, talking about the fact that you're gay, and I don't know. Yeah, It was just, like, part of the conversation versus, like, this big thing, but...
0: Yeah. When we do episodes, it is very, like, casual, yeah, so it definitely.
1: Yeah, but I've always appreciated having your perspectives on here, and... Um, yeah, that's been nice to see and have that representation for sure. Cause obviously Oliver is not the only like gay mid single going to church, like trying to figure it out or whatever. So exactly. Yeah. And I also, what was I going to say? Oh, we do want to have more like LGBTQ guests on mm-hmm. in the next few months. And so I think it's good that we're starting with Oliver and like really getting the whole story. So <laughs> no yeah. No pressure. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. Anything else we want to say before we dive in?
0: Um, no, I don't, I don't think so. I guess we'll just okay. dive oh, in. We, we oh, did, yeah.
1: <laughs> we did have the uh, get to know you question. And kind of joking, I was like, what's the gayest thing you've ever done? <laughs> Obviously, I'm straight. So I don't know what that would be for me. <laughs> but I do love like all the gay music artists like oh, Mika. And, mm-hmm.
0: I don't even know who Mika is. Oh my
1: gosh, he's just my favorite person in the world. Like he's yeah, just look him up. <laughs> he's wonderful. <laughs> I think he's actually bisexual, but his music's very gay, and I love it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> okay,
0: gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. he's like
1: my all-time favorite, actually.
0: Have you ever been to a gay bar?
1: No. One Did time, you? I tried to go to a gay club, but we we were already too old because it was like ten p.m. and it hadn't even gotten going yet.
0: Oh, gotcha. And we were
1: like, it's bedtime. So
0: mm-hmm. yeah, have you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> my my very good friend that I've known since middle school. She is in a polyamorous relationship, uh-huh. and so one of her partners is actually, like, a very well-known drag king.
1: Amazing. And
0: uh, they didn't perform at the bar that night, but I still went to support my friend, uh-huh. and I saw, like drag kings performing in this gay bar and it was actually pretty entertaining
1: wait drag kings drag
0: kings so there's dra- there are drag queens
1: yeah men and, dressing y- as women yep
0: and now there are drag drag kings.
1: Women dressing as men? Correct. No way. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this was a thing. Yes, yeah,
0: So I've seen a drag king show. I have uh-huh. yet to see a drag queen show.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. We need to go. I know drag brunch is a big thing. Yeah, I think they even have like drag story time at the library. So like oh, there are opportunities. I would totally go to that. <laughs> yeah. I would totally love that. Would. It just sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so is that the gayest thing you've ever done?
0: Ooh yeah
1: besides like
0: <laughs> I've been... going on dates with men <laughs> yeah so I've been, I've been to a gay bar i've seen it i've seen a drag show um i've been to i haven't been to a parade yet but i have been to a i have been to a pride um uh like oh, what's it called not like a conference or a convention but it's like it's a big gathering like at a uh-huh. park and okay so i i've been to one of those before um yeah I've done pretty, a few gay things. No, like,
1: <laughs> glitter pants at any point in your life? No, I'm, okay. I'm
0: not a flashy. Yeah, not. I'm not a flashy not. gay. I'm very much like a, I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm a subtle, I'm a subtle gay.
1: <laughs> I feel like the gayest thing you wear, if I may say, is like, your printed button-ups. Like, they're kind of like Hawaiian shirts, but they have fun prints, like <laughs> They flamingos. have a fun pattern, yes. Yeah, the fun patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But other than that, you're very, like, yeah, toned. Tone very toned down very subtle yeah. about it yeah. yeah yeah for sure i do have Normal a couple dude. of
0: yeah exactly i do <laughs> I have mean, a couple of shirts that are like lgbtq uh, lgbtq plus themed but
1: that's true yeah and you got like your rainbow socks and i
0: do yeah. yes rainbow yeah. socks rainbow ties yep
1: yeah i love that i love that you represent at church and elsewhere so <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> cute
0: yeah which is kind of funny because like five years
1: uh-huh
0: five years ago i would have like never thought that this is this is where I'd be now. Really, like wearing like rainbow patterns and yeah. Oh,
1: really? You were yeah. like pretty against that.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. D- five five years ago, yes. Maybe Ent- even like three years ago.
1: Yeah. Interesting. So this is all
0: yeah. So this is this is like a whole new side of me.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I was just listening to um, questions from the closet, mm. and I went to, back to an earlier episode where they were talking about the stages of coming out or yes. something. I think that was one of the stages of coming out is, like, where you, like, embrace, like, uh, embrace all of it, I guess. Yeah. A little bit more. Yeah.
0: That is actually a really good episode. Yeah. And they kind of talk about, like, how when you're, like, slowly embracing everything, you're kind of going through, like, a stage of adolescence again. Yes. Because that was a, a, a period of your life that you didn't get to um explore or experience mm-hmm.
1: back then. Yeah, or even just, like, having crushes Mm -hmm. and, like, pursuing crushes. Yeah, and being okay with it. Yeah, and feeling, like, 14 again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one's interesting. Yeah, well, Questions from the Closet is a podcast put on by friends of ours, but um, they are members of the church Mm -hmm. in the LGBTQ space, and it's really well done. So we recommend, like, if you're new to, like, learning about gay members of the church or, like, their experiences, like, Mm -hmm. that is a great place to start in terms of, like, your journey to allyship i guess exactly yeah yeah.
0: Uh, charlie bird and ben shalati charlie bird just released his second book Uh and i just started reading it today
2: oh cool um yeah
0: ben shalati has a book as well so yeah Mm -hmm. it's just it's a really good it's a really good podcast and it's a really good resource for like you said members of the church or lgbtq plus members who want to learn more about uh what it's like being a member and being a gay member
1: yeah, or being, like, they bring on lots of different guests, like, trans, mm-hmm. or uh, lesbian, bisexual, like, all yeah. these different, yeah. Yeah, people who've Asexual, left the church. Yeah. yeah, people who are staying, yeah. Um, I also really appreciate that they, uh, yeah, they bring on these diverse perspectives, and they're all about, like, um, just because, like, these are these are a few perspectives, but there's many more, and, mm-hmm. like, uh, everyone's got to choose their own path, like, n- both of them are doing like slightly different paths, but like neither of them is like needs to be a model for members of the church who are in this space. Mm-hmm. Like everyone just needs to figure it out for themselves and it's yeah. good. Yeah. And we yeah. can like celebrate whatever, like, yeah, whatever people choose. Exactly. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Be happy for them. So yeah, let's dive right in.
0: <laughs> let's, let's get, let's get to it.
1: Let's start <laughs> at the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Once um, upon a time, Oliver was an embryo. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're not going to go back. <laughs> oh, we're going way back. <laughs> just
0: kidding. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So okay. We'll... So, yeah. like Yeah. Let's start from the beginning. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's.
0: Yeah. Um, kind of so I remember. Let's see. I remember having experiences when I was. Well, let's start from the very, very beginning. So if you were to go through my old like photo album uh-huh. of like when you're like a kid or a baby. <laughs> there are pictures of me like dressed up okay like there's a picture of me like in a pink tutu yeah there's a picture of me like wearing like lady shoes nice so because you have sisters i do and that's yes. what you do
1: is you dress up your little brothers and
0: in... yes
1: in dresses <laughs> yes
0: and so yeah there are totally like those are to- there are totally pictures like that of me as uh-huh. a kid
2: uh-huh.
0: and i didn't really think anything of it yeah i do remember like some of my uh siblings were like kind of like discouraging it okay and i didn't know why but you know you're a kid back then you're just you're dressing up
2: yeah it doesn't Um, matter yeah exactly yeah
0: exactly and then there were there were a couple of times like in middle school so not necessarily i didn't know anything about like being gay in elementary school Mm -hmm. and i don't even think they used the word gay back then i think that was usually that was a word that they used back in like middle school definitely uh-huh. high school so i'm gonna say middle school
1: yeah i mean was it a derogatory term i remember gay being like some uh, an, an insult
0: yeah. yes definitely but i I, t- I do remember it being like more um used and being more of a vocabulary insulting word like in it back in middle uh-huh. school, back when i was in middle school and <laughs> of course middle school is like such an awkward time
2: because
0: uh-huh. <laughs> everyone's trying to figure out who they are. Oh my gosh! Like, what are they feeling? What are these emotions that they're feeling?
1: <laughs> What's happening to our bodies? Yes, yeah,
0: yes. My earliest, <laughs> my earliest memories that I remember being like super confused. I was watching um, the Mask of Zorro. Okay, with my family. And Antonio Banderas and Captain zeta Jones are both uh-huh. on there. They're both major characters They're in both this movie. Incredible. Yes. And I had a crush on both of them.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> like I
0: thought Captain zeta Jones was like beautiful. And then I saw Antonio Banderas and I was like, oh my gosh, she's a handsome person. Oh my gosh,
1: I love Antonio Banderas. <laughs> I've definitely had <have> those feelings. <laughs> yes.
0: So that was definitely like a that was like definitely one of the first times where I was like, huh, okay, like this is different. Okay. Um, this, this isn't like, this isn't something that isn't like, I don't want to say natural, but like this, this isn't like what you're, this, this is a new feeling that I'm experiencing.
1: Yeah. Was that scary? Did you feel like oh, you yeah. didn't tell people? Or? Oh yeah. Okay.
0: Cause yeah. By, by that point, like, yeah, like gay was a derogatory word. And by that point, like I knew what a gay person was. Uh-huh. Um, but I just knew that it was like, it was something that that was bad. Yeah. I didn't know like what it entailed uh-huh. per se. It was just, it was just a bad word. And if you got called gay, you, you were supposed to be insulted. Yes. Um, and then I had those feelings, having those crush, those crushes. <laughs> <laughs> there was another time I was in uh, a math class and I was looking at this, I was looking at a classmate who was like next to me uh-huh. and I saw that they were wearing capri pants Uh huh. and I, I remember uh-huh. thinking like, oh gosh, like they look, they look really good in those capri pants. <laughs> okay. well and and i thought Uh, it was a guy and i remember feeling like so like embarrassed and feeling like so like this this isn't right like i'm looking at this like this student or this you know this other kid in my class who i think looks attractive in these capri pants and then i like looked at the student and it was a girl oh okay so i was like oh okay like never mind so i I guess i guess i'm not gay because (laughs) i didn't realize that that was a girl wearing capri pants not a boy yes and so I recognize that now that that was definitely a period in my life where I was trying to um, recognize what it was Uh and then recognizing it and then trying to play it off as that's not what's really going on. here, Right. Yeah.
1: You find some like loopholes. Yeah, exactly.
0: That was like my loophole. Yeah. And so even like in middle school, I remember like having that conversation, having that worry and having that like concern yeah and then like telling myself like oh no it's okay it's okay like you're really attracted to like this and not that uh-huh so yeah that was back in middle school
2: uh-huh
0: um high school things were things were better in high school because in middle school I was like the quiet shy kid uh-huh I was the quiet shy kid in elementary school as well yeah and then in high school I really like came out of my shell oh um I was president of seminary um,
1: <laughs> impressive <laughs> right
0: I, I did like I did sports I did track and field I Aww. did uh, wrestling I joined clubs okay so I was definitely a lot more outgoing I made a lot more friends yeah and actually for the first time I made a lot of good friends with other members of the church okay because growing up um it was such a weird time for me because I had a late birthday Mm-hmm. Or, I guess, late birthday, early birthday. Uh-huh. And so, in church, when I, like, attended primary or Sunday school, uh-huh. I was always um, bunched with the older kids. Oh. Because of my late early birthday
1: oh you weren't bunched with the kids in your grade
0: exactly i wasn't bunched with the kids who were in my grade yeah
1: because your birthday is in october
0: yeah exactly yeah exactly yes october birthday libra over here
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. libra i like it
0: we're a pretty fun bunch but anyway yeah
1: i think so from what i know yeah what what sign are you i'm a taurus i don't really relate to it unfortunately (laughs) but um yeah they're supposed to be stubborn i wouldn't consider myself stubborn there's probably other elements but yeah but my sister is a Libra, and I can see it. Yeah, you, you and her have some similarities. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I um, could
0: get into astrology. I could hang with that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Get into astrology. It is pretty fascinating.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: But um, but anyway, so oh gosh, so yes, in high school, so yeah, but so growing up, middle school, elementary school, a lot of my friends weren't members of the church. Uh-huh. They were um, members of other religions. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so my closest friends were like Catholic or Christian, yeah, um, or they had like Jewish parents, yeah. So and but even though I did go to church and I had like you know LDS friends, Mm -hmm. my closest friends at that time were friends who attended other religious uh sects, if you will.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: So in high school, I was really proud of myself because I was like making really good friends with other members of the church.
2: Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, and so I
0: kind of finally felt like. I fit in. Yeah. Or I was like starting to fit in
2: uh-huh.
0: uh, with my own religion, which is Kind of sad to say, but I, that uh-huh. high school was like a really good time for me because I felt like, yes, like things are going right.
1: Yeah. I'm coming
0: out of my shell. I'm making friends. Um, yeah. Things are going, things are going well.
1: Yeah. And you're a social guy. So that's yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I had a girlfriend and so I was oh, like, yes, like wow. things are.
1: <laughs> you're doing better than most of us did in high school. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I was still awkward in high school.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. Man. I
1: blossomed more in college or oh, even grad school. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, so high school like ends, a couple of my friends were getting ready to go serve their missions. And then I remember I went to go talk to my Bishop and I told him that I was experiencing like these, like these feelings of, of these, this attraction to other men.
1: Okay. Can I rewind a little bit? You had a girlfriend in high school. Mm -hmm. You were happy, like holding hands, kissing all that stuff. Yeah. Or yeah, it was just like, yeah.
0: Yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it was a good, it was a good relationship. It wasn't, uh-huh. it didn't last very long.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, it was very mature. <laughs> yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: And like, even after high school, she went to BYU. Uh-huh. I stayed here in Vegas. Okay. And so, you know, we didn't do the whole long distance relationship. Right. thing. So we we broke it off.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, it was a very short lived yeah. relationship. But I had a crush on this girl for years. Interesting. Yes. For like ever, ever since we were friends in middle school. Okay. And then we became boyfriend and girlfriend in high school and then. And then we weren't anymore. Okay. But to this day, like, I'm still really good friends with her.
2: Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. She's okay. married,
0: has kids, like, she's doing well. Huh. Really cute family. Aw. But, yeah, like, I remember, yeah, so, like, when, when I did date other girls, or uh-huh. when I went on dates with girls, I, like, it was fun. Like, yeah. Like, I had a good time with them.
1: Yeah. I could see that, like, even if you're gay, like, you're a very, like, social person, mm. very affectionate person, mm. like, always giving hugs and stuff. So, I could see that not being a big deal for you. Yeah. yeah with either gender. Yeah. Like nothing uncomfortable about that. Or... Yeah. Okay. Interesting.
0: Yeah, and there wasn't. Yeah, there uh-huh. wasn't every time where I like felt uncomfortable. I just yeah. remember thinking like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And
1: okay. I'm, and
0: I'm doing it, so like, woohoo. There was no.
1: There was no like dissonance. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, and I think maybe that was another reason why I I, I think later in life I, de- I identified as like bisexual, but okay. we'll, we'll get there later. Yeah, I want to we'll, hear about We'll that. get there later. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um my friends are going off serving missions and you know, or they're or I have friends who are like going, moving, going to college, and uh-huh. you know, they're they're moving on in life. Yeah. And I went to go talk to my bishop and um told him that I like I had these feelings for uh-huh. like, you know for other men.
1: When was that yeah, when did that like become a bigger thing for you? Um Or it just had been
0: ongoing? That it was so even though I knew uh-huh. That, like, or even though I felt like I was doing what I was supposed to be doing, uh-huh. like, you know, having a girlfriend and all this. Yeah. I still knew that I had feelings for, or I had, um, attractions for other guys. Okay. okay. So I still had that, but yeah. I, but I was still, like, trying to mask that. Okay. Or I was trying to, like, deny it or, like, sure. push it okay. away. Sure, okay,
1: okay. It was just, like, this ongoing thing that would pop up for you. Yeah. That was, like, annoying or. Yeah. Or what, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, okay. and that was also like, um, that like also like during that time, you know, through adolescence, like even through uh-huh. high school, like the, the uh like blotch hasty was like something that I was struggling uh-huh. with. Yeah, and with that came like feelings of shame and guilt. Uh huh. Uh huh. So anyway, so that was another issue that I brought up with my bishop and uh-huh. I was getting ready to like serve a mission. Like, hey, yeah. I'm struggling with this, and oh, by the way, I have these feelings. Yeah. For other, you know. Uh, members of my same sex
1: yeah that was probably tough yes
0: yes and anyway so long story short my bishop decided that you know let's delay your mission for a year
1: okay
0: uh during this time let's send you to a counselor okay through uh LDS services
1: family services yeah family services
0: yeah okay um which is like a branch that is church sponsored church owned yeah you go see like a counselor that's Uh like through the through the church
1: yeah 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 i've had a few counselors through them yeah over the years yeah Yeah.
0: so during this like year period Uh which is like super like uh, devastating for me because uh, you know, I was ready to go serve a mission.
1: Yeah, all your friends are moving on with their lives. Yeah,
0: exactly. So uh, that was kind of a point in my life where I felt like I was, like, stuck. Where I, uh, I saw everyone else flourishing, uh-huh. and I was, like, falling behind. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: And during that time, were you still, like, trying to just suppress, like, any attractions? or?
0: Yep, still trying okay. to suppress it, yeah. Okay. Uh, was working at that point because I'd already graduated from high school. Yeah. Um I think I started taking... Like, one or two college courses, like, here uh-huh. in Las Vegas. But anyway, yeah. so I went to go see, started seeing a counselor through LDS Family Services. Uh-huh. And my counselor, awesome guy, uh-huh. Um, he was the one who told me, okay, you, you have same-sex attraction. Yeah. And it was, that was, like, really, that was a really cool experience for me because uh-huh. he finally, he finally gave this struggle that I was dealing with, he finally gave it a name. Uh-huh. Because I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Because um, back then I was still, like, in denial. I didn't want to say I was gay. But I didn't uh-huh. want to say that I was, like, bisexual. I just had, like, these feelings. Yeah. And so my counselor, you know, told me, hey, you have same-sex attraction. Okay. So I felt, like, really good leaving that session, going home and telling my parents, like, hey, like, I finally have a name for, like, what's going on for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... If you want to like shorten it, SSA—that's the acronym for same-sex attraction. Okay, okay. So, and every time my parents, my parents were like, "Okay, like you know, that's good. Like at least like you know now, now you can like learn how to like deal with it, like how to overcome it, or whatever." Right. Yeah. Huh. And, um, so I kept like seeing this counselor, and he was helping me, like you know, I guess not necessarily. Well, I guess he was kind of helping me come to terms with it, mm-hmm. but he also said something that kind of like worried me. Because uh-huh. I was asking him, like, I don't know, like, is this, I just like want it, like, I just want this, like, out of my life. Like, I just tell me, like, how I can get it, you know, out of my life. Yeah. And he told me, he told me, well, Oliver, this is something you might have to struggle with, like, for the rest of your life. Oh. And I remember, like, that really, like, scared me.
2: <laughs> yeah. Because
0: any, if you ask any, like, gay member of the church, mm-hmm. these aren't feelings that is like acceptable. Yeah. These aren't feelings that are okay. And so when someone tells you, hey, you have these feelings and you might have these feelings for the rest of your life, uh-huh. that's like a death sentence.
1: Because yeah. you don't
0: want to be associated with those feelings. You want to get rid of those feelings. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I know a lot of guys go on their mission trying to pray it, or, pray it away. Yeah. if they're obedient enough, mm-hmm. if they serve enough, then God will like take that away from them.
0: Yeah. Pray the gay away, read your scriptures, do all the things that you need to do. Um, yeah go serve a full-time mission then you come back maybe heavenly father will remove that burden from you yeah
1: and you'll marry a woman yeah and then and then things will
0: be golden moving on out yeah Yeah, exactly so yeah it's just those are all the lies that like you tell yourself Uh because you don't want to accept the truth
1: well and also it was like very recent that the church started saying like Had a different narrative than, like, Mm -hmm. this is something people choose. or You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was only very recently that they were like, okay, this is something you're born with or Mm -hmm. that people don't choose. But for a long time, it was the opposite. Like, it was... You uh, chose this lifestyle. You chose this lifestyle. And actually, when you told me you were going to see a counselor, I was like, oh, no, did you have to do, like, conversion therapy or something? So...
0: Any- no, yeah. Anyway, I'm really glad <laughs> yeah. you had a
1: counselor that was like, understood the realities of it.
0: Yes. No, luckily no conversion therapy. I don't even think I knew what it was yeah. back then. I, I didn't like, no, yeah, I, I didn't hear about it, didn't, uh-huh. didn't know what it was back then, but yeah, for me, I had no conversion therapy. Yeah. And, and-
1: conversion therapy, just to explain is like, I'd actually, i actually don't understand it very well, but it's just doing different therapies uh, to help turn you straight. And some of them are like, I'm obviously like um they need to be like phased out of therapy and they are being phased out of therapy but yeah um a lot of them are like very controversial like <laughs> looking at like female porn and like yes. finding ways to like lust after women's bodies yes. and, like there's some pretty bodily little, like, yeah bodily sketch.
0: harm whenever you have like a bad thought oh yeah, yeah
1: like yeah. a like having like um like a band-aid or, or not a band rubber yep. band around your yes. wrist that you snap if mm-hmm. you like are attracted to a guy Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Not great. Yeah. Not great. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's been some bad things, some damage done for sure. Yes,
0: definitely. Yeah. And, and, and again, like luckily that wasn't my experience cause I didn't have, I didn't yeah. do the whole, like, conversion therapy route.
2: I'm grateful for that.
0: Yeah, right. So, <laughs> as, as am I. Yeah. I do remember, uh, this counselor that I was seeing, he did tell me, um, you know, at one point there was a support group here in Vegas. Okay. And I think, I think they called themselves like, it was called like the North star group. Uh-huh. And it was like all these, it was these other men who had same-sex attraction and they uh-huh. would meet, I think he said they would meet like maybe once every week or like once every month. And then that was, they could like, kind of like, you know, uh, console each other, like confide in one another. Okay. And that was like their way of having like um, belonging.
2: Okay.
0: Well, well, then he said it was disbanded. Oh, no. <laughs> so that group was was no longer available to meet. Um, so but, but he told me about it. I remember thinking, oh gosh, that would have been like a great support group to have.
2: yeah
0: so it was it was unfortunate timing that when he told me about it by that point it was that group was no more but it was disbanded uh-huh. and i don't know if it was disbanded because the church didn't like the idea of like other gay members meeting yeah or encouraging maybe, each other yeah or i don't know if it was disbanded because of like fi- finances for whatever reason it was disbanded uh, and so that's
1: just yeah yeah yeah, I can imagine it being really lonely. Like if you're having all these thoughts and feelings that you assume mm-hmm. no one else is experiencing, and so yes, yeah, that's isolating.
0: Yeah, so luckily, like the the year passes by. Um, my counselor thinks I'm doing great. Uh, my my bishop finally thinks I'm doing great. Paperwork goes through. I go and serve my mission. Get my get my mission call. Go serve my mission, and have like have a really good time. You know, serving the mission um had a really good experience (laughs) i i will say there are like there are other podcasts and other episodes that i have listened to where there are other like gay members of the church and they say oh yeah like when i served my mission like i had such a great time and i was worried about like having like crushes on my companions but that never happened to me yeah blah 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 that totally happened to me.
2: Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I t- which is I, fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I
0: totally had, like, a couple of crushes on a couple of my companions. okay. And, of course, like, that was not okay. Yeah. Like, if you mentioned that, that again, that was, like, a death sentence.
2: Yeah. And so I remember oh. thinking,
0: like, oh, gosh, like, I, I don't think it worked. Like, I think I came out to, I think I came too early on this mission, even though oh, it was delayed shoot. a year. Just because, like, I had, like, those, like those thoughts like those desires that i was like you know crushing yeah. on my companion at the time
1: did you worry you weren't being like an obedient enough missionary good enough missionary or something yeah. that's why exactly uh, i would exactly. do that too and that's not helpful yeah
0: <laughs> shoot yeah so yeah. i confided to my mission president and my mission president at uh because i was like i was ready to like Pack up my my bags and go home. Oh, okay, like, You're I was really first,
1: discouraged. I was
0: really discouraged. I was like, okay, like once I tell him this, he's gonna be like super upset. He's gonna send me home. I'm gonna have like a dishonorable mission.
2: Aww. But
0: that was I was like I was like ready to like accept my fate. Aww. So I told my mission president about it, and he was like, okay, don't worry. Um, and he sent me to uh, a counselor who, uh, or to a psychologist counselor who was like in charge of like counseling services for the missions for the missionaries okay. at that time. Yeah. Uh, So I went and saw this counselor during my, during my mission. It's super sweet lady. She was, oh, she was amazing. I think we're still Facebook friends to this day, but anyway, (laughs) (laughs) she, yeah, she was, she, she really like, she really like alleviated like all that stress and like all that pressure Uh that I was feeling. And it was, it was funny because my first counselor told me that these are feelings that I'm going to have to experience and struggle for the rest of my life. Uh, yeah. and then this female counselor who i was meeting while i was on my mission mm-hmm. told me um because i told her well my counselor told me yeah and then she told me no i disagree i think i think these are feelings that you eventually can get rid of oh and so now i'm like oh so there's like there's hope but oh, now there's like these two okay yeah there's these two opinions that contradict one another Oh. But in my mind, I just remember thinking, oh, so there is hope Like yeah, yeah, so I can look- still escape from this.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was probably helpful in some ways. Just yeah. keep going.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Interesting. Uh,
0: yeah, so I served my mission, came home, um, had a good time, like, saw the family and everything. Uh-huh. Um, started dating.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And I remember thinking what, "What, what we mentioned earlier, okay, like, I served my mission. Yeah. I think now God will, like take this away from me
1: yeah make it work
0: yeah, yeah god will make it work well maybe if he doesn't take away these attractions he'll make them less so
1: yeah so he'll still can, yeah yeah make you attracted to women or, yeah
0: exactly huh. and again like it's so crazy the, the things the lies that we tell ourselves it's just it's 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 so unhealthy but yeah at the at the time you feel like that's your only option
1: well yeah and we have this like framework in the gospel where like if you ask and you shall receive like if you're keeping the commandments things work out for your good and yeah so it makes total sense that you would think that you know what I yeah mean? yeah yeah and it's so complicated in actuality <laughs> yeah it yeah is. yeah shoot yeah
0: um yeah so came home from the mission started dating started going to the young single adult ward uh callings was going to all the activities uh having a really good time yeah going on these dates you know having the times with Uh these dates um earlier i mentioned how when you're a member of the lgbtq plus community you're still trying to figure out who you are
2: Uh uh-huh
0: so you're still trying to figure out if you're gay if you're bisexual if you're um demisexual polyamorous you're still trying to figure out like, yeah you know you're a part of the community you just don't know like who you are okay and so at the time i i didn't say this out loud but mm-hmm. i like i told myself okay i think i am bisexual uh-huh which is okay yeah because there is still a chance for me to marry a woman
1: to have to follow this gospel path of like getting exactly. married in a temple and
0: yeah, and having kids, kids. and get temple marriage and having okay. a wife, yeah,
1: okay, interesting,
0: yeah, okay. And <laughs> there was, and I even like, I even thought that, um uh, I thought that myself for years, and I remember I went to an FHE activity and I met, um. A member of the ward no she wasn't a member of the ward but she was she was another member of the church who was at this activity uh-huh. and i remember we like made eye contact and we we like we zinged if, you, <laughs> if you've seen hotel transylvania no it's um the whole the whole premise of the movie is that these two main characters saw each other and they like had a connection they zinged
2: yeah yeah yeah
0: and so like we had like this zing moment where we were yeah. both like oh like i see you you see me yeah. i think i'm attracted to you i think you're attracted okay. to me we just had like this instant connection.
2: Okay, and <laughs> I like it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and quite honestly, I haven't had that experience like ever since then. Uh-huh. That was the first time that I had like that kind of connection with 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 the woman. Woman. Okay. Yeah, and so so yeah, like after having that experience, I was like, oh yeah, like yeah, like I think I am bisexual because like I totally I'm totally like,
2: <laughs> I zinged. I zinged. I zinged, <laughs> with, with, and
0: not not only that, but I zinged with a woman, like an LDS woman <laughs> in the church.
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and so but anyway. Of course that was a short-lived relationship. Um Aww. yeah. But and um so yeah, so when so yeah, so for a long time I was like going on dates with you know, with members of the church, with mm-hmm. with female members of the church. And my family, I told my family that I had same such attraction before my mission. Mm-hmm. And they were all very accepting, they were all very loving. Uh-huh. And then afterwards, we did not talk about it like ever again. Okay. Just because, in my mind, if we don't talk about it, then it isn't something that we have to worry about or we have to address it. Okay. Because I again, in my mind, it was it was it was a phase that I was going to figure out okay. that I was going to get out of eventually.
1: Okay, and that was probably what they were thinking too. Or? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, and even some of my siblings have told me l- later, you know. They wanted to have conversations with me about it, uh-huh. but because I never talked about it or I never brought it up, they uh, didn't think it was appropriate to, to talk about it or okay. to bring it up.
1: They are following your lead a little yeah, bit. I, yeah, I think okay. so. And
0: so even though everyone knew I had same-sex attraction, uh-huh. we never like discussed it further.
1: Were those initial conversations hard or was it pretty casual?
0: Um, it, was, it was hard at first, but then they became... The, the more we talked about it it became more casual okay yeah. like was it scary to oh yeah come out with it or yes yeah. because okay. I was very much still in denial very okay. much still in denial okay. and so I didn't want to like talk about it I didn't want to think about it yeah. I didn't want like anyone else addressing it so yeah okay but hey. you
1: talked to them because you had like all this stuff going on with like your mission del- delay yeah. or whatever yeah, yeah. okay like okay. I felt
0: like I needed to give them an answer oh okay yeah okay okay uh, so, yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, it's my siblings and I now, we do have an open conversation now about yeah. me being gay. But again, we'll, we'll get there. So Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not there yet. Okay. Um. So, I'm still, like, identifying as, like, okay, I have same-sex attraction, but I can still, there's still that, there's still that chance that I can marry, like, a woman. Uh-huh. So, same-sex attraction, bisexual. Uh-huh and then um during the and at this at this point in my life before the pandemic Mm -hmm. I think it was like a year or two before the pandemic I was finally like getting comfortable enough to like tell everyone that like hey by the way I have like same-sex attraction Mm
2: -hmm. because
0: you know as you get older and your friends are always like hey like you should ask so-and-so on a date you're like oh how about like you and -and Mm -hmm, mm so-and-so um and so I just kind of feel like well I can't like, keep lying to them about this i had to come out to them eventually
1: oh because you were like less and less motivated to date women at this point or, or just yeah, yeah less and
0: less motivated or i felt like if i just told them they they would like stop bothering me Oh, about okay, it. yeah 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 <laughs> just
1: stop making it so hard for you or yeah, whatever yeah okay, exactly
0: okay. that's cool like oh like what about like so and so like i can see t- i can see you two together yeah yeah uh-huh. yeah so, I, I was slowly starting to, like, tell my closest friends, like, hey, by the way, I have same-sex attraction. When,
1: and, how old were
0: you at this point? Uh, I was probably 31, 32. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, pretty recent. Yeah, yeah, a couple of years ago, yeah. Okay. And so, like, again, my whole family knew, but to them, it was, like, it was same-sex attraction. Uh-huh. And, but we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. And then with my friends, I was telling them, like, hey, just so you know, I have same-sex attraction. They're like, oh, okay, you know, that's fine. We still love and support you. Uh-huh. And then... Um, the pandemic happened. Okay. And then, you know, the pandemic changes everything.
2: Yeah. Well, it's,
0: <laughs> well it, it certainly changed me as well. Because uh-huh. um, during the pandemic, that's when I decided that I was going to start dating other men. Mm-hmm. And I remember like I was in my bedroom and I was like, I think I was like lying in bed. And mm-hmm. I had that thought where I was like, you know, there's this new dating site mm-hmm. on this social media page yeah you should set up a profile uh-huh at which i did and and then another thought was like you should start dating men and women or women uh, and men.
1: Uh, okay opening it up yeah, yeah
0: opening it up which which i did and then like it was it was <laughs> it was kind of surreal because in the past when i had thoughts like that like uh-huh. come, and coming to my mind i always um labeled them as like no, that's bad, that's evil, okay. that's like that's like Satan. Yeah. But when this thought came, I was like like excited and like thrilled and I was kind of like, ooh, like yeah, let's do that. Like I I was excited you to do good. this. I felt good about it. Yeah. Huh. And so I set up this dating profile on this social media page. Uh-huh. Uh started going on dates with other men during the pandemic so that uh-huh. wasn't like a good time to do that but anyway we made it work yeah
1: yeah it's a lonely time yeah exactly yeah.
0: exactly um and i remember it, i i was i was having so much fun yeah it was so much more enjoyable um i was like i was excited to go on these dates with these Aww. other guys who like who are in the same situation that i was in and so yeah during I the pandemic that. yeah that's during the pandemic that's when i decided to like date other guys um and then 2021 november 2021 uh you know when everyone like does that oh i'm thankful for social media post okay. like everyone does like oh i'm thankful for this or i'm thankful for that yeah well usually that happens in november uh-huh. and then july june july is like pride month yeah and so everyone does like their pride month social media posts right, during that month. Yeah,
1: there's the national coming out day. And yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay.
0: Well, I didn't want to do that during Pride Month because uh-huh. I didn't want mine getting lost
1: oh, with the other posts. Okay.
0: And so I waited until November uh-huh. and I was I was gonna do a oh yeah, I'm so I'm so thankful or I'm so grateful for support groups, especially support groups who like accept me for being gay. Uh-huh. And so I did that, I did that social media post and that was the first time that I like came out publicly to like everyone,
2: uh-huh.
0: or at least to the friends that I had on Facebook. Yeah. And the next day I like, got like all these like positive messages of like love and support uh-huh. and oh, like, we're so happy. We're so proud of you and we love you. And you know, all, all this good stuff. Uh-huh. And so it was really, I'm really fortunate because my experience has been positive for me. I know yeah. it, it's not the same for, like, a lot of other members. Yeah. But for me, I had a lot of positive experiences. Yeah, just mm-hmm. the
1: support and people yeah. validating you. or Yeah. And you said you uh, were thankful for support groups, so you had found some support groups at that point.
0: hmm Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, support groups, support groups with, like, with my friends. A few of my coworkers knew that I was gay, and uh-huh. so they, like, had a great support system there.
1: Okay. So, like, informal. Yeah. Okay, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember one time I was talking to my brother and I, and I told him that I was like, that I was going on dates with other guys. Yeah. And I mentioned, I mentioned him before on a previous podcast Uh episode, but anyway, this same brother asked me, okay, so Oliver (laughs) people that I like work with or people that I know who also know you, Uh they will like, they ask me questions like, Hey, how is Oliver doing? Yeah. And my brother was like, I don't know, like, how to respond oh do i tell them like you have same-sex attraction do i tell them you're gay do i tell them (laughs) you're like dating or do i like keep it to myself like yeah when people ask about you what do you want me to say
1: yeah you could say he's doing great but (laughs) (laughs) right yeah
0: (laughs) but after he brought that to my attention that's where i had like a really i had like a moment where i had to sit down and like come to terms and come to come to reality they're like okay oliver it's mm-hmm. time to, like, come to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, accept? Yeah, it's it's time okay. to accept the fact that, like, that you are a gay man.
1: Yeah, it's not just same-sex attracted.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Explain that difference, like, why that mattered.
0: <sighs> okay, so, if you, and so this is just, this is me, this is Oliver's mind. Sure. This is my reasoning. In the mind of Oliver, to my reasoning. Uh-huh. If I'm if I have same sex attraction, that's fine uh-huh. because you still have that option, and that hope that you'll eventually get married to a woman.
1: Yeah, like it seems like a like a more temporary state, maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's,
0: it's like it's like a trial, or uh-huh. it's like a burden. Everyone has trials. Yeah. Everyone has burdens. Yours just happens to be same sex attraction. Uh-huh. But that's okay. Like some people have cancer. You don't want cancer. Like you, same sex attraction is doable.
1: You don't <laughs> yeah. have,
0: like, an alcohol addiction.
1: It's a condition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so
0: this is something that you can live with. Yeah. But that's okay because you can still, if you have same-sex attraction, uh-huh. you can still get married to a woman and yeah. have a family and have kids and go to the celestial kingdom someday. Yeah. Now, if I were to come out and say, yeah, I'm gay, all of that hope, uh-huh. that option, marriage, family, Temple, celestial, you know, eternity, uh, all of that yeah. goes out the window. Uh, yeah. And so that was a really stressful night for me. Okay. And I remember like sending a Marco Polo to like to my family and like to my siblings, to my parents. And I told them like, hey, like just so you know, from here on out, like I'm going to identify as gay. Uh huh. And that's really hard for me to say because I feel like, I feel like a, a lot of like this hope. Or, like, this option is no longer, like, available for me. Yeah. But from here on out, I'm going to identify as gay. So if people ask, just tell them, like, hey, you know, he's doing great. Uh-huh. Um, he's going on dates with other guys and blah, blah, uh-huh. blah. And, again, like, so that was when I decided, okay, let's call it what it is. Okay. Let's be honest.
1: It was just, like, owning what was already happening.
0: Yeah, own own who you are. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: But, mind you, I was in my 30s. Uh-huh. And I was still struggling With the acceptance of being a gay man. Uh
2: Uh-huh. And
0: And some people are more accepting of it earlier in life. Yeah. Others are more accepting of it later in life. Sure. I kind of feel like... I mean, I don't want to say I'm, like, embarrassed. Like, I I feel like I should have accepted myself earlier. Oh. But I'm glad that I accepted myself when I did. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm in a good spot now in my life.
1: Yeah. I feel like, as you've been talking about your whole journey, like... And maybe this was just your personality, like who, who you are. Yeah. But it was just kind of like, oh, this opportunity is available to me. I'm going to take it and it feels great. So I'm going to keep do- doing it. Like there seems like there's a lack of angst mm-hmm. with all of it. Maybe internally there was a lot of angst, <laughs> but like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people who are gay, like on their journey at some point kind of hit like a rock bottom
2: mm-hmm.
1: sort of thing. And that's what made help them make the changes to be like, you know, accepting their identity or whatever it was. Yeah. Do you feel like that was the case for you or was it kind of like you just like latching on to some latching on to good things that like worked for you. I don't know. Or maybe both. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I don't, I haven't, I haven't seen it that way before. Um, but yeah, that, that sounds like a pretty good analogy of what happened. Yeah. Um, and, and I, and I, I totally get what you're saying. There are a lot of people who like are, who are angry and they're like mad at the religion. Yeah. Um, and so they like get angry and they leave and, um, they never go back. That was never my experience. Yeah, I'm still very much like active in the church. Uh
2: huh.
0: Um. Socially active anyway. Yeah. Um. Go to church on Sundays. A lot yeah. of my friends are still members of the church. Yeah. I still believe it to be true. Uh huh. So there isn't anything. I'm not like angry or mad at like sure God or Jesus or like or you know the Church of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Like what allows you to like offer the church i guess like some mm-hmm. grace on that like is Ugh. it just like knowing that they don't know better or i don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't
0: i don't know um are you just
1: like a generally very easygoing forgiving person
0: oh i i i, <laughs> I want i want to claim that
1: it seems
0: like you are from the side, but <laughs> I, I know you have your I sassy do, side too. I do. I do have a sassy side. I, I do hold some grudges and so
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but I was always taught like Oliver, be forgiving because, you mm-hmm. know, that's what that's what God expects of us. Like be be the better person, be the bigger, be the bigger person, be forgiving, forgive everyone. But there are, there are, like, some people in my life that I am, like, not willing to forgive. But anyway, <laughs> that's something I have to work on. But anyway. Sure,
2: everyone does. Yeah. You,
0: you, whether it's, like, someone said something or did something. It might have been yeah. something small, but, like, you took it personal. Yeah. I, I feel like I have some angst against some people. But anyway.
1: Has that been, like, a thing that's happened? Like, someone just says something that's, like, insensitive. Especially around being gay. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: that, yes, that has happened, uh, unfortunately, with within my own family okay so um so yeah uh, but other than that i i've had nothing but like you know positive
2: yeah positive
0: comments positive support um you know positive um love and ex- uh-huh. and, and affection and, and acceptance um yeah but yeah i <laughs> i had one I had, I had this big fight with a family member and I think he said it out of spite or he said it because he was angry, but he said something that like really upset me. And so that was one incident where I had like, you know, a negative comment said to me about my sexuality okay and then I had recently I had another conversation with another different family member Uh because this family member was worried that I was going to show up to holiday dinner like dressed up like Elton John or Liberace (laughs) that I was just gonna show up like you know in this bedazzled suit or like have this cape or like have like on these like high heels or pumps I don't know (laughs) And I don't know, like, anyway.
1: But also, should you do that? Because that would be amazing. <laughs> I would love to see pictures. <laughs>
0: right? And so I had to have okay. a conversation with that family member and say, "Hey, that's not who I am."
1: Okay, so a lot of just like redirecting, or your... yeah,
0: yeah, just like yeah. So those the so yeah like and unfortunately those were conversations that were had within my own family. Uh huh. But and again like, one of them got resolved. One of them I will resolve later.
2: Okay. But.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like other than that, I have had like you know, good positive responses from like everyone else. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean you're so like easy to love. It's like who would who would take issue with Oliver? Yeah, I really appreciate having you in the ward because I feel like that proximity thing really helps people in mm-hmm. terms of like understanding these issues. So if it's like you know uh, people you don't know out there, then it's harder to like understand or mm-hmm. um, support. But if it's like a good friend, yeah. Deal, you know um not dealing with issues it's not that's not what it is but yeah um having this identity then it's easier to, to like understand and get on board with so i yeah. feel like you're such like a, um yeah you're just such a good thing in our ward <laughs> i think in terms of uh helping people like just really understand like different identities different lifestyles and um that it doesn't like change these friendships or change like yeah. you know the gospel or who people are so yeah yeah It's a gift for us. You are a gift, I think. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Especially like you with your personality, you're just yeah, yeah. Who would who would take issue with Oliver? Nobody. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And like and like I said, I am more lucky than most because my experience has mostly been positive. Yeah. And like I say these stories not to like call out my own family or to like you know no
2: these
0: are because these are stories that I'm sure have happened to other people. For other, sure. Yes, I'm sure other people have had like, you know, super uncomfortable conversations with like uh-huh. their friends or their family members or their coworkers. Yeah. So I am no different from them.
1: Yeah. And it's like people where the relationships are kind of high stakes, like people they care about. I, I can imagine it being kind of exhausting to have to keep educating people, I guess. Yeah.
0: yeah. And that's something that, that that'll, you know, probably never end.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> which is also a, which I think is also a good thing, because as long as people are like. Asking questions or like asking you questions like what's okay, what's not okay. I think uh-huh. that's I think that's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: means they care, trying or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You're able to like give them some grace for like not totally getting it all the way all the time. Yeah,
0: exactly. Because I huh. know like especially for like for like older church members or yeah. like people who are older than us who you know grew up in a different generation, uh-huh. where like gay people weren't necessarily like um open or like uh-huh. out in the public yeah because back then maybe it wasn't safe or yeah. back then it wasn't like um that was like a big no-no uh-huh whereas nowadays you know it is it is mostly okay to like to be out in public
2: mm-hmm. and
0: to like say oh yeah i'm gay and like you know not wor- not be worried about like someone taking your life mm-hmm. um and like even the church has made some improvements.
2: Mm-hmm. They
0: could be making more. Yeah. But yeah. The, even the church is like making some improvements uh-huh. when it comes to like the LGBTQ community and accepting them in the church.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's been definitely some stumbles along the way with the mm-hmm. church, but there's also been some progress, and I'm like hopeful for a lot, a lot more progress. It seems like when you decided to start dating guys, like there was just this shift where you felt good about it, and it wasn't like this thing that was like, uh, scary or shameful or whatever mm. for you. How do you feel like you were able to make that shift, like and and, uh, just feel good about like pursuing, you know, that life?
0: <laughs> yeah, one word therapy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and thank goodness. For therapy, yeah, because it was it was a counselor therapist who told me that I had same sex attraction. Uh huh. It was a counselor therapist who helped me like get through my mission. Yeah. It was a counselor therapist who has helped me come to terms with um with being a member of the church,
2: uh-huh. but
0: also being like a gay man. Yeah. And the my therapist is has helped, really helped me try to find middle ground. Okay. So I'm not choosing one or the other. I'm trying to find a happy medium between the two.
1: Okay, so it's kind of like taking the good from both sides? Yeah, or, exactly. Or being like an and instead of an or?
0: Exactly. Uh, I, I, think that's, I think that's one of the things that she said, because I always tell her when I see my therapist, I always say like, yeah, this, but, that, or this, but. And then she said, no, no, don't say but. Replace that word with
2: and. And, and, and that really, like
0: you know, that really like, you know, oh, that blew my mind. Because <laughs> in my mind, it was always one or the other. Yeah. And with therapy and with, with this awesome therapist that I'm seeing now, she was able to help me like say, no, no, you can say and because you can find balance between the two. Uh-huh. And like you said, take good from both
1: uh-huh. and
0: find your own balance, find your own um, ground, your own support.
1: Yeah, your path. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I feel like our church uh, isn't always good with that, like, I guess gray, it's not gray, but like, isn't always good with like that kind of nuance, mm-hmm. like, especially from our parents' generation, I think they they were raised very black and white in terms of how they saw things, yes. in terms of truth, in terms of like commandments, things like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Our generation's better at like seeing a little bit more nuance there, but I think it's things like therapy and mental health that have helped us all like get to that place where we realize like, um, the, the questions are not always easy, like, um, the answers are not, yeah, always clear, and, um, yeah, and because of that, we need to, like, find a new way, yeah. you know, that's, that works for everyone, not just the few, or yeah. whatever, yeah, yeah, Exactly. so, yeah, that's interesting, I feel like I still struggle with that a lot, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, being okay with that nuance, or that differentiation, like, uh, I, as a member of the church, might function a little bit differently than, like, this friend, who's also a member of the church, and, mm-hmm. And that's okay. Like there's definitely some things that still tie us together Mm -hmm. and, but yeah, getting more comfortable with just like taking from the church, what works for me and being okay with like also believing what rings true to me, you know, in terms of like the differences, I guess. Yeah.
0: And I will, I will say that like our mid singles war that we currently attend, Uh they have been like, they, they've been phenomenal
2: yeah
0: um i know like for other members of the lgbtq community who are also members of the church it's kind of like it's kind of like bishop roulette where like if you get a bishop uh-huh. and or if you have like a church leader that's like not really accepting of who you are mm-hmm. then that kind of sets the tone of your membership yeah and like who you are and what role you play in that ward yeah luckily Unless you belong yeah exactly that feeling uh-huh. of belonging that feeling of love of acceptance yeah and luckily, like, again, I, I'm so fortunate mm-hmm. because we do have a, a, such a great mid-singles ward. Mm-hmm. Like, all of my friends are super accepting. Um, mm-hmm. a, the, the bishop knows that I'm gay and he's, like, mm-hmm. super accepting. and
2: Yeah. Um,
0: no one, like, looks down on me or, like, I haven't had anyone make, like, a snide remark. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so, like, I'm really lucky to, like, be a member of the mid-singles uh-huh. ward that we attend because I I've, 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 I've felt nothing but, like, love and acceptance from that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I do feel like our mid-singles ward, maybe mid-singles wards in general, I don't mm-hmm. know, are some of, the, like, the most accepting places in the church. Yeah. Maybe just because we've all had these, like, alternative paths we didn't anticipate. Like, nobody got married. Well, maybe people got married in their 20s and got divorced, you know, but, like, nobody's, like, living the dream or, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the standard, like, thing that we all expected of our lives so yeah, yeah. everyone's got their own baggage yeah, yeah. so we get, we can uh better empathize with each other because of that yeah so that's really beautiful yeah oh this is this is great
0: <laughs> it is yeah and like i mentioned earlier like i'm still i i still love the church i still uh-huh. i still believe it to be true and so uh-huh. i will you know keep i will keep my Membership in the church for as long as I can. Uh
2: huh.
0: However, I do not see myself living a single celibate life until death. Yeah. Yeah. I very much want to see myself like in a relationship. Uh-huh. I want to be like happy and married to someone that that I love and uh-huh. that I want to spend the rest of my life with. And again, that's not necessarily n- no. Again, that's not something that the church isn't accepting Mm -hmm. of right now
1: yeah that's not something they're supporting yeah yeah Yeah.
0: like you can't yeah you can't be a gay member of the church and then marry another gay person and then you know still Mm -hmm. be considered a member or like go to the temple and like all that yeah yeah so when the time comes Mm -hmm. and i do find someone that i that i love and I want to be with and i want to marry then i will definitely do that
1: yeah and i'm excited for that for you
0: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah but if but yeah but even though I will I will not be technically be considered a member by that point. Uh-huh. I still very much like want to be involved as much as Yeah, I can.
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. Because I have like yeah, I still very much, you know, I still very much love the church. Yeah. It's just it's it's a good religion, it's it, it teaches you good values. Yeah. It's really good for heterosexual individuals. Yeah. And heterosexual families. Yeah not so much for you know homosexual individuals who want to have uh-huh. their own versions of their own families
1: yeah which is probably true for a lot of religions but yeah it's tricky because I do feel like our religion in particular just has like so much beautiful doctrine like you look at the Book of Mormon and like all the teachings about the plan of salvation and mm-hmm. eternal families and all these things and like the doctrine's incredible um not that I've done a ton of like studying of other religions but I just yeah I just really appreciate the complexity of it and maybe with that complexity there is like an allowance for like further light and knowledge I guess mm-hmm. you know and so I don't know maybe by the time you do get married like things will be easier you yeah know? yeah yeah I but I do 100% support that path I think that is a, like maybe that is the part of the story more people will like not agree with or take issue with but like yeah i just the more i think about it the more i'm like first of all we should not be asking people to do things such as like living a celibate life that we're not willing to do ourselves Mm -hmm. second of all i really am uncomfortable with like any sort of practices that involve like you delaying blessings till the next life for some reason to me i mean i can understand like certain things to some degree but it just feels like a little bit too much like a like a uh, like culty, like a mass suicide, drink the col- Kool-Aid sort of thing. Like anything that's like, okay, well, everything will be great in the next life. Like at the expense of like having a good life now, just, yeah. I don't know. I'm at very uncomfortable expense. with, uh, with that, that. Cause like we don't have any guarantees in the next life. We actually have very little like teachings on what's going on in the next life. Yeah. So, and no guarantee that it, it is actually there, you know, like we can hope and believe it is, but yeah. So I am I am all about um not having like a death sentence, you know, in terms of like I'm just gonna be single and celibate and sad forever. Right. Yeah, and maybe not sad like I know people do it. And yeah. yeah, but um yeah, I think we need to I think God supports us maximizing our joy now.
0: Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, go ahead.
1: And especially in a way that involves like loving and connecting with others. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I totally
0: I totally agree with everything that you said. Yeah. And mind you, Lindsay, like Five, you know, five, three, four years ago, I was very much that person who was happy being like a single celibate Uh individual until the day I died yeah and there are other days where i was like no like that's insane like why would i do that yeah that's not like happiness and then there are days where i like go back like oh no like i can do Uh this like i have a good i have a good support system i have good friends i'll always have like good friends yeah and then there are days where i was like no like that's all over that's stupid like that's (laughs) yeah why are you expecting that this tall order for yourself when you could be happy and like be living a happy lifestyle with someone else yeah
1: when there's this option
0: yeah exactly
1: Uh, yeah
0: and uh, this is Again, I know, I I believe the church to be true. I do believe, like, in the celestial kingdom. I do believe, like, in eternal families. Uh Uh-huh. Heaven forbid I don't reach the highest tier. Yeah. That's fine by me. Yeah. Because overall, I'm a pretty good person. Yeah. I'm not, like, a murderer. I'm not (laughs) a thief. Yeah. I'm not a robber. I'm not, like, I'm not committing, like, whoredoms yeah um i haven't like yeah human sacrifice i <laughs> right, i don't right, right, I, right. I don't do any of that stuff yeah like I'm, it's gonna
1: be okay yeah like yeah. i
0: think i think god will have a good place for me to be because mm-hmm. he knows that i am as a whole a good person
1: yeah and i feel like um maybe heaven for each person looks different like for some people heaven would be being in a heterosexual relationship with mm-hmm. family but Maybe for others, heaven would be being in a homosexual relationship or something else. You yeah. Know? So, yeah, I don't think God's going to like force us into a heaven that we don't choose for ourselves, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's interesting to think about that long view. But, yeah, I think, yeah, I think for now it's like seeking those opportunities for growth and um, connection. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's what life's about. And uh, I think, like, we can do single life well. But I also think, like, if there's opportunities to like be connected to someone else in, on that deep level, then we should take them. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Aww. It's exciting. <laughs> I'm excited to see your journey. I'm <laughs> rooting for you. Right. For sure.
0: So, do you have any other, like, questions or comments uh, or anything you ever wanted to ask?
1: I know. I know, right? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Who do you like? <laughs> just kidding. <Yeah. laughs>
0: well, no, just.
1: <laughs> Is there any sort of. Like, grief or loss, like, watching friends do heterosexual relationships or have, like, the perfect, like, package work out for them?
0: Um, I'm going to say no, because I I am happy mm-hmm. for my friends that do get married. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's great because, you know, we're all, that's what we're all, heterosexual, homosexual... Uh-huh however you identify we're all we're all trying to seek that we're all trying yeah. to find a companion okay and so when my friends do find someone uh-huh. and you know they date and they eventually get engaged and you know they, uh-huh. they move out of the ward i'm happy for them
2: yeah
0: um there has been a couple of times where like you know i can't go to like a temple ceiling okay or i can't like do like baptisms sometimes yeah. that is hard
1: yeah the temple's tricky it is way.
0: it is and, okay, this is, this is going to sound, this might sound awful to, to some people, but, like, I'm going to speak my truth. <laughs> at, at some point in my life, I did look forward to going to the temple. Yeah. Because the temple was a place of peace. It was a uh-huh. place of, like, you know, you know, you can fill Heavenly Father, you can fill Jesus Christ uh-huh. there. It was a place where you could go to, like, to find answers, to seek, you know, that. Yeah. That um, refuge from, like, turmoil. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, uh, in my life, I don't necessarily like when I think of the temple, Mm
2: -hmm. it's
0: kind of like heartbreaking for me Mm -hmm. just because you go to the temple and you take like your loved ones to the temple. Mm -hmm. You take like your companion that you're sealed to, to the temple. You take your family to the temple when it's just you going to the temple. That's kind of like a hard reminder mm-hmm. that you're alone
1: yeah because actually there's a lot of um language and stuff they use in the temple that's very like focused on partnerships and marriage and stuff so yeah the temple is kind of tricky as a single
0: it is i've yeah. struggled
1: with it a little bit yeah
0: yeah and again like many people in the church like do find solace and peace in the for temple. sure yeah. yeah and even that and even at certain points in my life the temple did bring that to me yeah but yeah, there have, been, but there also have been times where I did go to the temple and I just felt like sad. Yeah,
1: yeah. it was like kind of distressing.
0: Yeah, yeah, kind of like, kind of like, yeah, this is what your life is going to be like. Cause you know, we're uh-huh. all, <laughs> you're in the celestial room. Yeah. And you know, people are sitting with their partners mm-hmm. and then you're off in the corner. Yeah. Sitting in like the single seat. Yeah, and
1: they're, yeah, they even talk about like, you know, all the blessings ahead, including, you know, with a spouse. That it, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the temple's been tricky for me for a few years now for different reasons. I do generally go and just try to just not have expectations about the experience. Like, I just um, try and just go and have some nice, like, quiet time to think, Yeah. Mm-hmm. and not try and make it like this, I need to get all this revelation or whatever, because, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just tricky, like some parts of the ceremony have been tough for me over the years, especially when um, the language is, like, a little bit more sexist. Yeah. So that was hard. And then, uh, yeah, just recently, like, especially dating a non-member, um, that's been tricky because thinking about, like, the possibility of, like, first maybe not getting married in the temple and then also, like, having a partner who can't, like, come to, like, family temple events. Like, if yeah. I my brother adopts another baby or my little sister gets married in the temple or something like that's kind of sad to think about so
0: yeah how do you come to terms to that with that
1: yeah 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 i haven't like quite got there yet but i do think it's a little bit not great that it is exclusive like that for these huge family events so yeah It's tricky because I have had some really beautiful experiences in the temple, especially around like some of these family events, like people's ceilings or whatever. So yeah, maybe I can hold space for both just like these beautiful memories and also like it doesn't always need to be the exact same Mm -hmm. as that. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe we should do an episode about the temple because I think it's complicated (laughs) for a lot of people. It is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I think
0: it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm glad that I mentioned it because, yeah, I never got that perspective before. So thank you for for sharing your perspective Yeah, Definitely as a
1: woman, it's like a little bit interesting. Yeah. 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 I think, I mean, this is probably another topic, but just thinking about like in our doctrine, like we are trying to become like God one day Mm -hmm. and like our model of God is Heavenly Father. Um, Like what? his life looks like but we don't have a lot of information on heavenly mother and what her life looks like and that's like as females like that's your model so like she's a mother but like what else is involved in that like ideally there's just more than that yeah Or maybe not that being a, just being a mother is bad but you know like yeah. <laughs> ideally there's a lot more to the story and so that's also a, a tricky one I think for a lot of women yeah anyway a lot lot to unpack there (laughs) in terms of doctrine
0: (laughs) this this is true yeah yeah this yeah and I I hope this episode wasn't like too much for people I hope this was like I hope a lot of people are able to like learn from my experiences yeah because who knows like I'm sure they have a family member or they have a friend or a coworker. they know someone who kind of is on the same path that I am on
1: yeah. Oh yeah. You absolutely have someone in your life, whether you know it or not, who is a member of the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And I think, um, yeah, you got to do the work. Like, I think it was like when I found out my cousin was gay, like, I don't know how long it was. It was probably almost 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that I really like started on this journey of like just listening to other people's stories and yeah. trying to understand. And, uh, I feel like I'm at a good place of being like supportive, being an ally, but yeah. You gotta work through some discomfort, especially around like church narratives. So yeah. 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 That's good. That's good stuff. <laughs> I feel like it brings us all closer together and gives us more empathy and helps us be more Christ-like, you know. Yeah.
2: Through, I all, agree. through
1: all of this. So yeah. Well, thanks, Oliver. <laughs> you're a gem. <laughs> we just appreciate you so much. Aw,
0: well, you're welcome, Lindsay. Yeah. You too Aww, are a gem.
1: Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> um thanks everyone for listening feel free to reach out um with questions and yeah we'll keep
0: oh yeah and then if any if any listeners have any questions for me like i i am more than willing to answer those yeah
1: okay i love it yeah reach out on our socials maybe we'll do a little q a yeah sure or something i don't know yeah (laughs) we'll see we could do a part two